Happy 2022, everybody. Sterling here live from week two of quarantine with the Rona. And the Corona has been a very spooky experience in and of itself for me personally, but not as spooky as the stories our guest Amanda is going to share with you today. Please excuse me if I'm not as absolutely enthused as I normally am. I am just completely exhausted and every breath I take feels like there's six million tiny needles puncturing the inside of my lungs. But... We're going to make it through. So we have some keychains and stickers that are for sale on paranormalparalysis.com. If you want to check those out, we're sitting right at 123 listeners per episode right now, which is insane. So thank you guys uh, so much for that. Make sure to share with all your spooky friends. And uh, other than that, let's get into it. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Paranormal Paralysis. Happy New Year 2022. And we have lots of uh, fantastic guests coming up this year. First here, we have Mandy, who reached out to me on Instagram for the first time ever, which was very nice. Um, All the way from North Carolina. How's it going, Mandy? It's going well. How are you? I am fantastic. How's uh, 2022 treating you so far? It's good. It was like 70 degrees here in December, and we've had two snow days since January. So (laughs) (laughs) weather is nuts. (laughs) Yeah. Do you guys get a lot of snow over there? Um, we did when I was younger, but not so much now. I don't know. It's kind of, I guess, global warming, gotcha. but <laughs> yeah, 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 not so much anymore. <laughs> um, that's all that's been here too. There was like two, two snowstorms, and then like seventy a couple days. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so Mandy is here to talk about her uh, spooky experiences as a child um, at a house she grew up in in the deep mountains of North Carolina, right? So we lived, it's in Old Fort, which is just a high altitude um, place near Asheville. Kind of, we live in like Western North Carolina. So we're in gotcha, the mountain gotcha. region anyway, like um, like the Appalachian Trail runs through here, that kind of stuff. And yeah. it's about 45 minutes from here. And it's just straight up the side of a mountain. Um, and when huh. we moved there, it was like seriously a gas station you know, a grocery store and a library. So it was just a new experience for us. (laughs) Yep. And the crazy kind of kicked off like right when we got there, it was just, it was a crazy series of events that we still to this day can't explain. So. Yeah. Uh, Do you remember how old you were when you first moved into the house at all? Yeah. um, Actually vividly um, because I was seven and I had my eighth birthday there and some stuff went down on my eighth (laughs) birthday. So it was like, kind of burned in my retinas but yeah i was seven it was in um we moved there in march of 1996 and we ended up moving out by november of 96 so it was only like a six really? month period but it was Dang. it was rough did you guys move out because of the like the paranormal activity that was oh, going for sure. on there? yeah like 100 percent. Wow. yes <laughs> that's crazy so what was what's the first experience that you remember <sighs> Well, um, we bought the house and we were super, super excited. It was like the first home we'd ever bought. And it was it was yeah. beautiful. It was like a little white house. The first weird thing that threw us off, like when we were doing a walkthrough, like there was just this smell. And it I can't replicate it with anything other I, I really can't replicate it to anything. It just yeah. stunk. And we did not huh. we couldn't figure <laughs> out what it was. So we finally started asking the real estate agent, like, what is this smell? And she's like, They dyed the carpets. Well, we looked into that and like dying carpets is like super antiquated and like most carpet places will not do it. It's like three times the price to re-carpet your entire house. So that was kind of the first weird like red flag that we got like before moving. And um, 
that just kind of went from there. But we were just so excited. It was a beautiful place. It was it had good schools. You know, it was just a good place for our family mm. at the time. So, except for the activity on the inside. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was um what was the first kind of experiences you guys had that tipped you off to? You know, something being a little off with the house or the property yeah. or anything like that. Um, well, my sister and my mom and I, um, we've kind of always had spiritual experiences. My mom's had her own, yeah. like before this, my sister had, mm-hmm. and this was really the first time I had. And um, it was weird things. Like the first, and this is going to sound silly, but it, I had watched yeah. the movie It with my grandmother, which I shouldn't have. Oh, the, but, old, the original uh, one? Yeah. Yeah. With, yeah. <laughs> that is one of my, that's one of my all-time favorite movies. Right? It's so scary. <laughs> Yeah. And like I was, I was terrified of it, and so like was my mother and my sister, and we're just hanging out mm-hmm. in like my mom's bedroom, and my dad had gotten her like these balloons with a flower arrangement, and you know when that comes like it's tied super tight, like the balloons don't come off of like the basket. Yeah, so we're just yeah. sitting in there, like my mom's braiding my hair, and we just see these balloons one by one start floating in the room, and I'm losing <laughs> it. I, I'm absolutely losing it. And my mom is like trying to find any like reasonable explanation, you know, like straight to my sister, like Michelle, you yeah. cut them, didn't you? You did this like to scare your sister, <laughs> and she's right, scared right. too. So it, that was one of the things. And uh, my mom had an experience. This would probably be like a couple weeks after we moved in where she was getting us ready for school, you know, doing our hair and things. And like she had a mirror, like her doorway was right here. And then the mirror was on the wall. So if you're sitting on the bed, you could see yourself in the mirror. Right. Mm -hmm. And she was just looking in the mirror, doing my hair. And like she saw a machete in the mirror and she thought, (laughs) you know, I'm losing it. Like I'm absolutely losing it because she looks over. There's nothing there. But it was just, that was the thing that kind of like kicked it off and kind of had everybody's like spidey senses, I guess, yeah. on high alert. <laughs> so what do you mean she saw a machete? Yeah. Just like floating or? No, she saw like, a hand and a machete and she just, she said she whipped her head to the door and there was nothing there. And she was oh just so like dumbfounded by it. that she, she didn't tell us for years that she had seen that. And really? she was just so huh. just what is going on? And then um, my dad, the attic, they had told us, you know, there's some storage and stuff, but, you know, it's not very stable mm-hmm. up there, you know, all these things. So my dad went yeah, and checked okay. it out um, a couple weeks after we moved in. And my dad is, you know, six foot one, big guy, like not scared of anything, just not. Yeah, and yeah. my dad <laughs> came down just completely white faced, just white-faced and like grabbed my mom and was like promise me like promise me you'll never go up there like you won't go up there there's nothing up there there's nothing up there to be seen like it's unstable flooring you know he gave (laughs) all the rational explanations because my father is kind of the other end of the spectrum from from like me and my sister and my mom and he doesn't really believe in that stuff so I think it was his brain trying to handle whatever he experienced and yeah. of course, you know, he went to work later and we all went into the attic and um, there was like of a course. huge, <laughs> yeah, yeah, girls are not going to listen. <laughs> but um, <laughs> anyway, so we go in and then there's this like huge king size, maybe even bigger, like solid wooden bed that was like, you couldn't take it apart. You like couldn't take the slats really? out. Like this was like super old. Yeah. And was it, it was just like, like the, just a bed frame or yes, was it like a full mattress Like just the bed frame. And um, oh, like <laughs> it was solid. Like you couldn't unhinge yeah. anything. And like the opening to this attic was serious. It's like every other attic. It's like just, you know, maybe right. it's like two a tiny feet by entrance. four feet. So you could not <laughs> yeah. get this bed in and out of there. So it kind of was like, how the, how the heck did this get in there? And then there was yeah. a, 
a box of toys and they were like all dusty and they were obviously old. And they said, Jason owned them. And at the time, cool. you know, we're like, this is just stuff that whoever lived here before, they just left it. It's nothing big, no big deal. But yeah, from there, yeah. that was when everything just, I, I don't know if that was what angered what was in our house or if that was what activated no. it. Because it didn't come on, like for me, I had my own experiences and it was like, it wasn't scary for me at first. It was like, you right. know, I thought these were my imaginary friends. And it was like, yeah. <laughs> no, these are very much not because your sister can hear them talking to you through the wall. So oh like, you know, and it's like, you know, when you're, when you're seven or eight, you don't, you don't really think that you don't know about the bad stuff. You don't know what's going to hurt yeah, you, exactly. that kind of thing. And so um, that was the big one. Like when we went into mm. the attic, that was when everything popped off. I started, I thought it's going to sound silly, but everything was coming from my closet. Like what I thought were my imaginary friends. And I thought yeah. they looked like koosh balls with eyes and mouths. And they talked to me and it's, it sounds <laughs> silly that I'm saying it out loud. But That's like, awesome. like, so it was, it was all like the activity for you personally was like focused on your closet, right? Yes. Yes. There was a, my room for some reason was a focal point. My dad ended up moving in there later yeah. because I got so scared. Like I slept with my mom and my wow. sister would hear the conversations with my dad at that point. So that was Jeez. kind of when we, we started realizing like, we got to get out of here. This is crazy. Yeah. And, did you guys, did you ever find like anything in your closet that might've been left by the previous owner of like some, some suspect things going on, like rituals or anything like you know, that? Cause I know one of the, someone else I had um, on the podcast a couple of episodes ago had the same kind of thing, like every, every all the activity was concentrated in his closet. Mm-hmm. And then one time he was like playing with his brother or something and they found like pentagrams etched in on the back of the closet doors. <laughs> huh. That's <laughs> was interesting. Any, like, yeah. Um, like that that you found, or? We found a few things in there, but nothing that I would think was, you know, weird. It was, you know, like a toy okay. car, little things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Huh. My mom found underneath the, there was some, something going on underneath the bathroom sink as well. Like when we moved in, we moved like things out of there, like bird feathers. I know that sounds weird, but like bird feathers, just weird things in there. And that ended up being kind of a, I don't know. We lost our cat that our, we had had a cat that we'd had for 15 years and we ended up losing him. Gosh, uh, maybe like four months after we moved in. And like the day we were moving out, my mom had lost him and her like great grandmother's wedding ring. And she opened that to get our like toiletries out and just throw them in a box. And the cat jumped out and the ring was in there. And that was like, we're doing the right thing. We're moving. We got to get out of here as fast as we can. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. So she like opened the bottom of the sink and the cat and the ring. Yeah. And like he had like a huge (laughs) bite on him. Like we, we have tried to figure out what could have caused it. Like we thought, you know, maybe a big spider or something like that, you know, because you're, you're trying to make, Make sense, sense of what's of going something on, right? that's that you can't make sense of and yeah. he just had this huge bite and i mean it lasted forever but it was like hmm. it was just so weird we have no idea where he was for those two months we have no idea what happened but we always joke oh that God. you know he went to hell and back to come back to us yeah so, <laughs> that's oh my gosh that's cool that's wild <laughs> yeah that was pretty Jeez. that was that was one of the more wild things that happened but um yeah. kind of like the lead up to everything was um very small things, things that like yeah. we just didn't really understand. Like our light bulbs, they weren't, they wouldn't burn out. They would bust. Like, 
in our living huh. room, like all the time. And he would just wake mm. up and just step on glass. And it was just the craziest Jeez. thing. It was like we could change them every day and it would still happen. And it was like, my mom has always like, every time we go somewhere, she gets a new shot glass. Like they don't drink, but yeah. she collects shot glasses. And right, right. her shot glass collection would be sitting lined up on our like island in our kitchen every morning when we got up. And it was like, she hell? kept trying to get like my sister and I to admit that it was us uh-huh. and that we were messing with her, but we weren't. And it's just one of those things. Like we just never got an explanation for that. So Jeez. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So it's almost like after you guys went in the attic, it was like, yeah, you was, either angered something or they didn't like something didn't want you up there. So it was it almost like it released trying to get you something. out or something. Or, yeah. It was yeah. almost like it released something. Weird. And I, what we all really feel that the intention was to harm us. We don't know yeah. how that was going to work out, but we do feel like, you know, my dad had started acting different toward the end. Um, and yeah, we yeah. feel like hmm. that we were close to maybe him being attached to something or something attaching yeah. to him. Because my dad's always been a person who, you know, never rash decisions, just thinks about things. And right. it's like, you know, we're in a mortgage and all these things. And it's like my mom just said to him one day, like, I, I can't take this. We have to move, Ken. Like, we have to. And he was mm. like, okay. He went and got a U-Haul and, like, we had all of our stuff in 48 hours. And, like, we never, we've never Jeez. been that way, but it was just. That's crazy. It was like, we just had to get out. Like, it's yeah. just weird. Wow. What do you think was the the experience that you guys had that kind of, like, broke broke the camel's back? The straw that broke the camel's yeah. back? Like, that made you guys need to, like. Get out. <laughs> um, it was a, it was a culmination of things. Um, my sister and I were having mm-hmm. similar dreams. They weren't exactly the same, but they they both involved mm-hmm. their father. And our dad wasn't oh. abusive. It was nothing like that. But like my sister yeah. would have a dream that my dad was breaking in her window and pulling her out of it, and I would have a dream that wow. I was taking a bath and he was like pushing my head under. So Jeez. like we couldn't figure this That's stuff intense. out. <laughs> yeah, it was it was super scary. And yeah. when that stuff started happening, that was like when I moved into the room with my mom and my dad moved into the room like my room. And my sister yeah, would occasionally yeah. sleep in there with my mom and I. And like there were several times like my mom didn't lock her bedroom door because, you know, right. it was my dad, so why? But there were several yeah. times we woke up and we could hear the door like rattling like someone was on the other side like trying to open it and we're like you know, wow. we still to this day, was it dad? Was it something else? You know, what could it have been? Um, but huh. uh, yeah, that was bad. And then uh, my seventh birthday. So we moved in in March and my seventh birthday was end of May. I like my mom and sister wanted to throw me a little birthday party. It wasn't going to be anything big, but they were doing the decorations and everything. So I went to my room and I thought my mom had locked me in there and I could yeah. like, now as an adult, I'm looking back and I'm trying to like pull every morsel, but I can't get all of yeah. it. But <laughs> I remember like just uh-huh. feeling this in- intense like feeling of dread and just like that something yeah. was coming for me. Like that's all I felt. And I was Jeez. banging on my door, just let me out, let me out, mom, mom. I was crying. And like she came and opened the door like when they were finished and I just fell out. Like just a, ba- a basket of tears oh. crying. Just I couldn't speak and my mom's like you're only in here 15 minutes like what happened what happened and it's like ah that was awful and that was when we all i think my mom my sister and i we all kind of like bonded together and we're like we're having these crazy 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 experiences and if we say them out loud they sound crazy but like this is real this is really happening to us and 
that that would probably be the point where we started looking for everything that we can. Like that was the point where we like pulled my dad aside and we were like, okay, these dyed carpets, why did they dye the carpets? Like, there's no reason for this. Like help us find Mm -hmm. a solution. And he, he couldn't, I mean, we called, I think five different carpet stores in the area and they were like, we don't even do that. And if we did, it would be this much more than just replacing it. So there was that. And, um, we didn't get like the background of the house, which was, that was my next question. <laughs> yeah, like that was really stupid on our behalf, to be honest, because when we were moving out, we were, you know, doing away with it and everything. We found out that it was actually a church before we moved in there. Really? Yeah. So <laughs> Did it look part, like a church at all? No, it was just like a little white house. You would never have guessed. Huh. Like you literally would have never guessed. Really? And like we're sitting after we found that out, you know, we had moved in with my grandmother for a few weeks just to, you know, get our bearings. Yeah. And we were thinking like right. all these people, you know, laid to rest, like probably at funerals here, all these things. And it was just, uh, it was so weird and so scary. That is. That that, that kind of makes it even weirder though, that they had like a, all the toys in the bed. up. In yeah, the attic, none of it at, made sense. At a church. Yeah, none of it made sense. And it was just Super one of those weird. things where we were just like, we, we really wondered because like my mother's way to, you know, be safe and to take care of yourself spiritually she taught me, right, I remember right. when we lived there, she taught me the, the Lord's Prayer. She's like, you say it over and over uh-huh. in your mind. And if that's not good enough, you start saying it out loud. And right. I remember basically screaming that, like <laughs> just at anything that I felt was going to harm me. But yeah, um, yeah it, was, it was just a really, really crazy time. And it was almost like whatever was in the attic was sealed because nothing happened that was that off before my dad went up there and before we followed suit, et cetera. And I just, I don't know. I feel like maybe there was something that was trapped up there and just the release, like let it into our home. And I think that it was trying to kind of do like the befriend, befriend you. And then, you know, I guess attach or something. Yeah. Attach or whatever. Um, Yeah. Because it was just, it was super weird. Um, Just all the things that would just, all the unexplainable. Yeah. <laughs> did it, what kind of like feelings did it oh. give to you? Did you feel like it was like super bad or just like a trap? It was trapped. We felt trapped a lot. Yeah. Okay. That would be a good word for it. Um, another one would be ominous. It was like, there was like a dark gotcha. cloud over us at all times. Like it was yeah. just like, even when we weren't at home, we didn't feel better. And hmm. I can remember, like, um, because the mountain is huge, so you go up and down. So we were, like, yeah, coming down yeah. the mountain, which would take you back into Asheville. And I remember, uh-huh. like, I, I asked my mom, I was like, is it just me? Or is everything, like, feel, do you feel better? Like, is everything better? <laughs> and, like, she's right. like, I don't know if we're out of the woods yet, but, yeah, like, I just, I feel like there's weight <laughs> lifted off of me. And, you know, we're, like, Jeez. we're in debt at this point with a house that we don't know what we're going to do with. So it's like, right. I, we were running from debt, but it's like, we were just running to get away. <laughs> Would you say that the house almost felt, like, haunted by something demonic? Or yes. do you think it was more of just, like, a, I, so you're thinking, you're thinking demon? I, yeah, I think that it was demonic because I, I think that there were both right? because there were, exper- yeah. there were some experience I had that I do believe were ghosts and I think that they were trapped there. But uh-huh. the, the stuff with my closet, the stuff in the attic, I just, I do, I believe there was something demonic there because it was like, I, I don't know. It was just calculated. It was calculated in the way things 
happened. Like I, you know, thought these were my imaginary friends that lived in my closet. And it's like, you know, they would try to get me to do things that I wasn't allowed to do. Like, you know, go look in the woods behind the house. Your mom says you can't, but it's not a big deal. (laughs) And it's like, I remember like looking at the woods and, and thinking about doing it and just something in the back of my mind, like, told me not to and thank god because i have no no idea what i would have found there but you know there was just so much um and there was one experience that kind of happened this would have happened i think about five years before my Uh dad had an ex-girlfriend from before he and my mom were married and um she had an alcohol problem and he had kind Mm -hmm. he was in you know alcohol drug and treatment and he had tried to get her to get treatment and all these things and he he worried for her constantly it was something where you know she was constantly on his mind but um she ended up having a terrible car crash and she was decapitated in the car crash and in the months like leading up to that her addiction had gotten so bad that it was she was calling my home like in the middle of the night like talking to my mom and just, just inappropriate things. But, um, my, one of my mother's scariest, like, we got to get it out of here. Like no matter what experiences was she was washing her hair and she was in the shower and she Mm -hmm. said, she just felt it. It was like, just, just a cold draft just came through her shower. And she was like, she had her eyes closed because she had like the shampoo in her hair. And she said she could feel someone breathing on her neck. And she was oh flipping God. out. And she was like, I knew. That just gave me the chills. Yeah. That's so like, creepy. Yeah. It does me like to this day. And she was like, I knew if I turned around and I opened my eyes, like she would yeah. be there. She would be there and she would have all of her anger and animosity and like release it on me. And she oh said she like God. literally got out of the shower, kept her eyes closed and felt for everything until she was like all the way out of the bathroom. So she could just get as Jeez. far away as she could. Um, <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. And that was happening in the same house that we were. Yeah, in the same bathroom. Yeah, yeah. The same bathroom where we ended up finding the cat. So. Jeez. Um, It does sound like some super, super dark stuff going on around there, which is even kind of even more creepy if it was a church and there's like demonic stuff going on. Yeah. And, you know. Oh, my God. Through the years, we've looked into different things, you know, like um, there's a lot of like iron in this area and stuff like that. So, you know, we wonder if our location had anything to do with it, you know, where we lay. I yeah. know that there are lines. I forget what they're called, but they're lines and they can be measured for paranormal activity. And it can just be like for that area yeah. it can just be higher in that area. And we've wondered if that, that was too, it yeah. or if we wondered if we were the right family, if that makes sense. Yeah, like we yeah. were already open to these things. Like my mom had had, you know, very innocent, like very innocuous experiences when she was young. So we were all oh. very green. We had all had like an experience as far as my sister, my mom and I, we had all had like a ghostly experience, but it was never. You mean before you moved into the house? Yeah. Okay. And it had never been anything bad. So it was like, we weren't yeah. scared of of the first few things that happened, but it was the feeling that you had in that home and just the yeah. feeling that something was coming for you, that, that like it did not want you That's terrifying. to be good or <laughs> yeah, like it didn't want you to, I couldn't put my finger on it at the time. I don't know if it was trying to harm us, but that's what yeah. it felt like. It just felt like it wanted to harm us. Dang. So that's, it was a very, ugh. very scary, <laughs> a very scary time. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys are out of that house now. <laughs> yeah, we Jeez. are too, for sure. <laughs> wow. I, I know um, 
when you were messaging me on Instagram, you mentioned that your mom was into spooky kind of stuff, Ouija mm-hmm. boards and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you think that kind of made you guys a little more susceptible to like, um, being being maybe. haunted or something like that? Or could be maybe. Um, my like my mother and I both read tarot cards. We've always like she's mm-hmm. always done the Ouija board, but um, yeah. some of those things like she learned like from my grandfather who was half Cherokee and. Yeah. The way it was explained to us through his lens is these are tools. These are not these are not demonic. These are not harmful. You right. need to make sure you are careful. But these are tools to help you interpret interpret the world around you and the beyond. Oh. And so that's what we always used it for. And it was like, you know, I, I think that it's all about intention with those things. I definitely yeah, think that, yeah. you know, when you're 13 and you don't know how and you're just pulling out a Ouija board <laughs> or trying to do a seance, some bad stuff yeah. can come through. But I do believe mm-hmm. when they're used correctly that those are just tools to help you interpret different situations. So. Yeah. That's super interesting you say that too, because I know a lot of people, as soon as you mention like a Ouija board or tarot cards, they mm-hmm. get all like sweaty and yeah. <laughs> all nervous and stuff. Yeah. But that was actually another question I've been meaning to ask uh, some of my guests. Like, do you think, like if you're trying to contact something demonic, you're going to get something demonic. But if you're just like messing yeah. around. I think that like, it's a trickle effect. I, I think that say, yeah. say you're starting a band. And you want to go into like metal and you want to do just, let's say, satanic music. That's just what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And you don't believe there's yeah. a devil. You don't believe there's a God. You don't believe in any of that. But you're yeah. singing about it. You're in, To me, that's kind of like inviting it in. And uh-huh. I think that that's how a lot of people, unfortunately, end up being harmed by those things like Ouija boards, et cetera, is they have the the wrong intentions going in. Like if right. you take an, a Ouija board and you're like, I want to, you know, contact my grandma well anything can come through anything can come through and say hey i'm your grandma it's up to you to say okay well if you're my grandma what's her middle name her middle name and it's like the things that come through can be very smart they can know all this information but you you kind of have to protect yourself in that way and know what you're doing enough to know when it's something bad yeah like when when it's time to stop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So have you guys had any experiences, you know, since you moved out of that house that you think like that would lead you to believe that something from the house like followed you out? No, thank God. Like <laughs> no. <That's cool. laughs> um, yeah. Like that was like our biggest fear was that it would follow us and it didn't. Uh, thank God. We've, we've all had kind yeah. of um, different, you know, ghostly experiences since, but just that ghostly uh-huh. experiences. And I, I do believe, and I think that, um, if you experience it, you know the difference between the two because yeah. for me... You, are you from, talking like ghosts and demons? Yeah, yeah, of, yeah okay, because okay. for me, what really what really scared me was a ghost or my, at least my experiences, a ghost doesn't yeah. reach out and touch you. They don't, they don't do that. It's not their thing. They're just uh-huh. kind of there. It's almost like they're passing through doing something that they would have done in life. Yeah. And I have, I, I have a question about that. Yeah, sure. Um, before I forget, so I know there's lots of different schools of thought mm-hmm. of like what what is a ghost, what is a demon, you know. Mm-hmm. But do you think that ghosts are just like kind of re- replays of events that happened in the past, or do you think they're like actual souls that like don't know they're dead and are trapped or something like that, or do you think that it could be like a mix of? 
I think it's a, a mix. I think that on one end, you have the okay. ghosts who are just repeating events. Like, you know, um, yeah. I, I'm trying, the Cecil Hotel, for instance. I believe there are uh, a lot yeah. of ghosts there that are just- yeah, just, just watch the YouTube video on that. Yeah, they're just <laughs> going through the motions. If they were a bellhop, yeah. they're on the elevator. You know what I mean? And yeah, then you yeah. have the middle where I feel like they, they're not aware that they've passed on, but they're aware that they're in some kind of limbo, if that makes sense. And yeah. that's more, you know, they can do more things, but it's still the same concept. They're not going to reach out and touch you. And then I think you have another level where it's like they're self-aware and they know where they are and they're good with it. And those are, from my experience, <laughs> that, that's the three kinds that I, I feel like are out there. I, I know there are probably yeah. more, but just from what I know. Yeah. Kind of along those same lines, then, do you think that a place could be haunted by events that happened? Like, not necessarily yes. people, but just, like, energy of, for example, like a war or something like that? Yes, yes. And that's a great question. Honestly, trauma, um, any kind. It, yeah, it doesn't yeah, have no. to be war. It could be, you know, any any kind of trauma. When it, yeah. I feel like when you have that kind of impact in your life, it almost sends out, like, electrodes that... Yeah. that put that into the air, like that energy into the air. And I think uh -huh. that that can linger. I think that the trauma can linger. And I think that that can cause infestations because I feel like that's what mm. happened where we were living is that there was a lot of trauma right. yeah. there and that just kind of ushered in something that wasn't kind or good or possibly even a demon. <laughs> yeah. So you think that like bad energy being wrapped up in a place could invite like more more sinister kind of things yes. into that place to yes. make it like haunt quote unquote haunted or whatever you know yeah definitely um i i definitely think that that's the case and i think that when you have a place that for us we always felt like it was almost like a portal like our our home really? like it was like the things were coming and just passing through if that makes sense yeah. And I feel like anytime something like that's going on, that portal is open and you don't know what's going to walk through it. It could be a ghost. It could be, it right. could be a friendly yeah. ghost. You know, it could be a, your grandma. You have no idea. But mm. there is always a chance that what walks through there could be unworldly and nothing that you've ever dealt with. And one thing that just, it made the whole situation harder was that everything that happened to us seemed so quote unquote crazy that it was like, we can't, yeah. we can't tell anybody this. We can't talk to anybody about this. Like they're going to think we're losing our minds, you know? And it's like, it, right, it keeps yeah. you quiet and it keeps, it, I feel like that's exactly what those presences want. They want you to be quiet. They don't want you to yeah, tell anybody. And feel alone. And yeah. Stuff like you that. don't have help. And it's like, they'll, no. they'll beat it into your head. You know, you don't have any help. I can get you anywhere. You know, those things, it's yeah. like, I think that they're just bad and I, I have no idea how to get rid of them. I, I wish right. I had some more insight on that, but um, I, yeah. I think that you can definitely tell the difference because from my experience, ghosts never intend to harm. They're, they're not there to scare you even. They're just kind of there. Just kind of and there, yeah. anything I feel that is, you know, um, unsavory, demonic, that kind of thing, that, that's there to, to harm you. It, it will interact with you. Like, um, for instance, yeah. you know, you roll a ball into a closet. If the ball rolls back, that's not a ghost. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. little things like that. And the energy 
that was kind of how it started. It was like, you know, roll a ball, it rolls back. And then, you know, the yeah. next day, uh, maybe I have a figurine moved in my room, you know, or my Barbies are moved. But like, uh-huh. it just, it got more and more and more and more and more the longer we stayed. It was just, and hmm. with that building like tension, our emotions, I think we're feeding it because we, we were yeah, just truly yeah. terrified, especially um, I started sleeping in my mom's room in August. So that was oh. um, about three months before I moved out. And my dad is not really a holidays guy. <laughs> you know, he lets us do yeah. the Christmas tree <laughs> and like, yeah. but he's never been into Halloween, especially like that was his least favorite uh-huh. holiday. And Halloween uh-huh. that year, he threw a raging party, like a raging party, went out all out, like all the decorations, huh. all this stuff. And it was like so out of character, like the Weird. furthest thing. And it was those kind of things that we were picking up on where we were like, we're really afraid for him because for us, yeah. it was like, we believe this. We, we believe there's something there and we're doing whatever we can in our mind to keep ourselves safe. And yeah. with my dad, it's like, you don't believe. And I feel like that's the way it can get into you. You know, I feel like kind of yeah. ignoring the, the situation uh-huh. just makes it worse for you like it makes you be an easier target i guess yeah exactly because you don't you don't like believe yeah like even you just keep trying to make excuses or something like that yeah exactly like even when he came down from the the attic it's like he saw something he was white you know we you know he yeah. but it's like you know 30 years later he still won't tell us and this is the most really? wild part of all of it we moved mm. out and this was in 96 i would say by 99 yeah. my dad had no recollection of what happened in the house like really we, yeah we'll have all of these <laughs> talks about it like my mom Jeez. my sister and i and like we'll say dad what do you remember and he's like i don't even remember living there and it's like that's crazy know, yeah and like <laughs> almost like he had like a like a veil over him or something exactly like that. yeah oh yes. my gosh yeah it was really that's insane that was terrifying yeah jeez um and you know he's always been very um into his faith and a christian but i do believe that really you have to be open to both sides of it you have to be if if god exists and the devil exists the devil can intervene in your life the same way that god can you know what i mean and yeah that's why i've never got like people who say they believe in ghosts and like demons and stuff but then say they're not religious or something like i don't I yeah. don't really understand. How, yeah, because I think works, it's all, <laughs> I think if you believe in one, you have to believe in the other. And then that kind of, it all, it makes it all make sense. Yeah. So you previously mentioned you guys have had some experiences since you moved out of that house. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what have those kind of been, been like? I'm actually where I'm living now. Um, mm. After my grandmother and my grandfather passed, um, we've seen... Oh. My grandfather, my grandmother, not as much, but it's more like walking through and smelling her perfume, those kind of things. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. And obviously when you get older, when you're a kid, I feel like you were totally open and anything, you right. can see it all. And as an yeah, adult, yeah. you know, your brain tries so hard to just make it something else. But Yeah, try um, to make sense, like make yeah, sense of what's going on. Logically. For sure. And, um, like my grandfather passed away in 2002 and this was maybe four or five years Mm -hmm. ago. My mom and I got the Ouija board Mm -hmm. out and we wanted to make contact. And it was like, we asked for who we wanted to speak to and all those things. And we ended up getting just like this very weird name, like very like old English name. And it wasn't my grandfather. And it was like, it was just saying all these weird things. And it was like, you can... I don't know. It was that was one of those where we put that down and we haven't picked Ouija board back up. If that makes uh, sense. Did like, you guys say goodbye? 
Yes. Most <laughs> is important a, part. Yeah. Is that a real thing though? Like what? Oh yeah. Like a. I know when people get scared and like run away in the movies, they're like, "Oh, you had to say goodbye to the spirit, or you're going to be haunted." <laughs> is, that, my, is it like a, that's a real thing? Uh, yeah, it's not necessarily you're going to be haunted, but it's like if you don't say goodbye, you ha- it's like a phone call. If you huh. don't hang up, but you put your phone down, who yeah. every anyone can hear your, or the person on the other end can hear anything that you're saying in your house. So it's like, if you leave that open, that's a good way to put it. It's like, it's an open door. They can just walk through whenever they'd like, because they were never told yeah. goodbye, you know? And yeah, I think yeah. with it, it, with the intention oh. thing that it, it goes hand in hand, you know, the intention right. and you, you have to be, you have to do the right protocols with those things, with those things no matter yeah. how scared you may be. So, I know a lot of people say, uh, this is just kind of a random question I thought of who yeah, we were talking about the Ouija board, but I know a lot of people say you're not supposed to like burn the Ouija board or anything like that. Is there, is there like a reason for that or is it just kind of a bunch of baloney? I think, well, Ouija boards that, uh, I don't know how much you know about them, but um, my mom used to collect them. Not much. Them. <laughs> well, my mom used to collect them. Um, and Oh, really? Fun. Yeah. Like there are handmade ones, like handmade, hand oh, that's awesome. Ones. And though, those are the most dangerous. And yeah, also, this is where I've seen this on TikTok. I've seen kids doing this, and I'm like, oh, such a bad yeah. idea. But they will make a Ouija board, like out of, say, a cardboard, and just put all the letters. They'll make a planchette of, like, yeah. say, a shot glass. Well, you yeah. put your time into that. You put your energy into that. You put all this stuff oh, into that board. So you're dude, giving it more authority when That's you make crazy. your own. And I never as, thought of that before, but yeah. that makes so much sense. Yeah. And I feel like, you're, as like far as, you're putting your own energy and time into the, oh. all, yeah. right, all right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you're good. You're totally <laughs> good. Like, That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, like um, those I think are much more dangerous as far as like the Hasbro yeah. Ouija board. I, I don't know if you can burn one of those. I've never <laughs> tried, but I feel very strongly that you may be able to, but I, I think that it's all, you know, it's all in your belief. Do you believe that that board is just a board or do you believe that it's a way to contact the other side? Because if the way yeah. to contact the other side and your belief is very strong, then maybe it won't burn, you know? So are you one of the people who thinks that like you have to believe in ghosts to have something happen to you? Or do you think that like anyone can have an experience? But- I think anyone can have an experience. Okay. I think my dad is as far on the ghosts do not exist <laughs> radar <laughs> range or whatever that yeah. if he if he had any experience it's like that then that happened that's happening that's real has he ever told you about any of his no that's that's the craziest thing the whole Weird. the fact that he can't remember anything it's like we will yeah. bring up like i said i started sleeping with my mom in august and we didn't move until november he doesn't even remember that yeah. time frame like he doesn't remember me sleeping with my mom it's almost hmm. like it's just a blip in his mind. Like he he yeah. doesn't remember anything about it. It's it's very strange. That's almost like the, the movie The Conjuring, where they're all sleeping in that one room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeez, that's wild though. And it, <laughs> I just can't get over the fact it was like a a church previously. And yeah, all that. Oh, and man. It so just, weird. It was so nuts, and um, it's so weird too that he doesn't like remember anything because it's been 26 years for all of us but my sister and i and my mom like our experiences are still like super real and super like we're like never again kind of thing but um, i mean if i i mean i'm sure if like any any other person had that it'd be like etched into your brain yeah it (laughs) is i I feel like for a lot of people that's like 
if you have an experience that's like crazy enough, like you're, that's like a switch in your mind that you're like, oh wow, ghosts, like ghosts and demons and all that stuff are actually real. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, and learning like that at a, a young age point. is is very very mm-hmm. scary because it for a long time it made me want to close down because I had always yeah, been so yeah. open, and you know just like I, my first encounter, I was. Five-ish. Yeah, what, what what was your like your first your very first encounter? I don't think I ever um, asked you that. Yeah, okay. Uh just some backstory. My grandmother and her yeah. mother, um, when she got older, she lived with my grandmother. And right. she wasn't the nicest lady, but she believed in the Lord yeah. and she prayed a lot and she was adamant that she wanted to pass away there and not in a hospital. So she did in her house? And but yeah, in my grandmother's house. <laughs> so she did. Yeah, that's a good um story. and my very first encounter was I was in like mm-hmm. the room that she was in, but I, I didn't know her. This happened like a year before I was born. She passed away, but okay. um, I was in the room and there was, I don't know if you remember, but they had these like kind of cheap, um, like hand, mount to the wall, like mirrors. And they would, they had these funny little bracket things. Like I can't accurately explain it. I actually have one in my house. So I'll send you a picture if you want. Okay. Yeah, but, that'd be helpful. <laughs> uh, the brackets they were loose. And my grandmother knew they were loose. And I said several times, oh, I'm going to fix that. I'm going to fix that one day. I'm going to fix that one day. Well, I was playing Polly Pockets. And of course. <laughs> I, I heard something just whisper to me, don't worry. It'll all be okay. And the next thing I knew, huh. bam, like I was out and I woke up in the hospital. I had a huge laceration in my head. Like I had basically no taken way. a piece of glass to the head and stitches like the whole nine yards it was awful like my grandmother my mom didn't call her she just like came got the ambulance got to the hospital all those things and didn't tell my grandmother so she got off from work and she gets home and like her entire kitchen island is just covered in blood and she was terrible but she was like (laughs) she said she got so mad because she was like oh my gosh Hmm. Amanda and Michelle were in here playing with the ketchup and it's everywhere so she stuck her finger in it (laughs) little did she put it in her mouth so and then she I guess tasted the iron and then she freaked out like just completely lost it poor granny (laughs) yeah yeah my grandma's the best and she lost it playing with the ketchup in the (laughs) yeah she just thought we were totally being innocent (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh so what's like the craziest thing your mom has ever told you that she's experienced um, she experienced a lot. Um, her, I would say her first experience that she talked to me about was, um, I had an, my, I guess it would be my great aunt. Her name was Flossie. Um, and Flossie? Nice. yeah, it was Florence was her real name, but they called her Flossie. I, I didn't never oh. get it, but I thought it was cute. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, it's a good name. yeah. Um, and she was a great lady. She was really close with my mother and she got sick. Yeah. Um, she's only like 40, 45, maybe she got very sick. She got gangrene and that's something they should be able to, you know, be fixed in a hospital setting. And she passed away like the next day. It was like a very weird event. Like no one expected it to happen. She was like totally fine the day before. And then she passed away and it was just kind of weird. And my mom said the first like experience she had was she came to her in a dream and she said, remember the shot at 10 o'clock. Over and over and over. And my mom, till this, till this day, you can say that to her and she'll be like, just look at you with this terror. I mean, yeah. there's no real way, other way to explain it. Um, wow. So that that's scary. And we, my grandfather um, was not the, the greatest man. He um, had been in war yeah. and he actually um, 
had an involuntary manslaughter happen. Um, and when I... What, when, what is it, what's that mean? Um, he had killed someone in self-defense. Oh. So, um, that... During, when, he, when he was in the war? No, this was or after... Like, yeah, he was okay, in gotcha. World War II, and then he trained troops for Korea, nice. and then this was after, like, he and my grandmother were div- got divorced in the 60s, and he was single, yeah. drinking a lot, and then, you know, one thing led to another, and it was an unfortunate, um, yeah. unfortunate time, but yeah, um, I didn't learn about any of that when I was younger, or, you know, even, mm-hmm. like, until after he passed, but yeah, I had a dream yeah. right after he passed, and he had lived with us, and my room was literally like right next to his and in my dream, it was so vivid and so real. Like to this day, I can still feel things from the dream. And I got up, I turned the doorknob and I swear it was, it was like, I was really doing all these things. Like I could feel the doorknob, like it had a feel. And my grandfather. So you're saying like you, uh, you woke up and the dream was like you were in your own room. Yeah. It was like, I woke up in my own bed and I got up and, and, I was dreaming, but it did not feel that way. It, everything so almost felt like, real. would you say like almost like an astral projection kind of thing? I or don't like know if it was that lucid dreaming or maybe lucid dreaming, maybe something to that effect. Weird. But um, my grandfather had this um, huh. heater, this little kerosene heater, and yeah. he would burn it all the time because it was always cold. And I had a uh-huh. dog uh, that had just passed away as well. She was a boxer, mm-hmm. and she loved my grandfather, <laughs> and. Um, it was yeah. so funny. Her name was Nellie, and he just kept calling Nellie. her Rachel, even though <laughs> totally not her name. <laughs> Poor dog. <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, she was in there in front of the heater, and I remember I opened the door, mm-hmm. and I could feel like just this immense heat from the heater. And I sat down, yeah. and my grandfather and I had like the most heart-to-heart conversation we probably ever had. And it was just, you know, I love you. Know that I love you. Yeah. Know that everything you see isn't how things are. And, and just weird. Hmm. It was very, very weird. And yeah. I walked out of the room. I walked into the living room. And we had a, do you know the water, like, gallon things that they have in, like, the doctor's office? So you can get a little cup and pour yourself some. Yeah, yeah, like the big. Yeah. Like we the, have, colligan, the colligan kind of yeah, things. Yeah, <laughs> and, the and they make the big yeah. bubble sounds. Like, we had yeah, one of yeah, those, yeah. like, uh, huh. right at the end of our hallway. And I had walked from his room yeah. into the living room. And because he had told me, you know, I'm leaving now, you know, I, I, you know, I love you. I'll see you again one day. And I left. And when I came into the living room, I sat down in a chair and I was just sitting there and I could hear something. And it was like growling, groaning, something. And it was the most terrifying thing ever. Um, I basically saw my grandfather and he did not look anything like my grandfather. I mean, I I don't even know that I can explain it in a way that makes sense. It was basically just evil just pure evil and really uh yeah and um it was trying to get me to come to it but like one of the things my grandfather had said (laughs) that's terrifying yeah and like one of the things my grandfather had said was don't believe everything you see not everything you see is what what it says it is like all these weird things that i didn't you know pick up on until way later but yeah. that that's probably that was one of my most intense experiences because it's like Definitely. I woke yeah, up that to insane. Yeah, it was it was definitely pretty scary. I had fallen asleep in the living room actually, so I was like sitting in the chair that I was sitting in. Like I, oh weird. Basically, I had walked from my grandfather's room in my dream and sat in this chair, and I woke up in this chair, and I have no idea why or how. So that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, 
on that note, <laughs> um, what a way to start the year too. Good Lord. Starting with a bang. That was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I'm man. glad you're telling my story. I, I've had this story in my heart for like 26 years. So I, I'm so happy to get it out. Hopefully you got, hopefully you got a little bit of closure from your original house out of that as well but yeah actually oh. writing out like the timeline and all of this stuff is just i kind of made me realize how much space and distance be between it so i don't fear yeah. it anymore yeah that's good that's good oh, i got just goosebumps absolutely everywhere right now <laughs> but um, <laughs> if you guys want to uh, hear more from mandy you can follow her on instagram at Mrs. Dot Mandy Kelly, which is at MRS. Dot M A N D Y K E L L Y. And also, a rumor on the street is, Amanda, that you are releasing your own true crime podcast in a I couple am. months or I next have... month. Do uh, you want to talk a little bit about that? Quick sure. Photo? Yeah. Um, I have Perfect. been a true crime researcher basically for the past year and a half. I work behind the scenes yes. with people on YouTube and podcasts and whatnot. And That's awesome. My 2022 goal was to start my podcast, so I'm doing it. It'll be out. Awesome. Our first episode should be out by the end of the month, and um, I'll have to drop the details on my Instagram about our name and get it all sure. set up, but I would love for anybody who likes true crime and likes to get down and have a good time. Wait, that sounds so tech. That sounds so terrible. Whoever <laughs> likes, likes to get true down crime, and have a good time talking yeah, about some murder. Awful. <laughs> uh, okay, let me say that one more again. <laughs> but um, you, yeah, I'll be making the announcement uh, when we drop on my Instagram, and can't wait for everybody to see awesome. it. So if you like true crime, just head on over. Which I, th I know we were talking about this before, but I feel like true crime and like paranormal kind of stuff just like goes hand in hand like if you're interested in one you're probably oh, yeah. interested in the other so oh yeah and <laughs> everyone listening so, to this go so, listen to that <laughs> yeah there are so many um paranormal like cases and stuff where it's like i don't know yeah. if you you know about uh I, it just became a movie the devil made me do it case uh it had ed and lorraine warren in it and Oh. basically uh, what it was was they performed an exorcism on a little boy and the spirit went into the man and the reason it's so prevalent is that was the first time in American history that someone used I was under demonic possession as a no shit. Um, like plea for really for why they killed someone so yeah wow yeah, I did not know that that was that was the first like that was the first case like that yeah I I definitely have to watch that movie now. That's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty Jeez. awesome. <laughs> is that is that your first episode? Or? <laughs> That's going to be one of our first. Um, we're working awesome. on an OG, well, a piece about footballers, and we're mm -hmm. working on that one next. So it'll be the fir first or the second, but yeah. Gotcha. Fun. Do you have any idea what uh, what you, what the name is yet or anything like that? I do. I'm keeping it under wraps. Just keeping it a secret? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, again, if you guys want to hear more from amanda um you can follow her on instagram at uh, mrs dot mandy kelly which is at mrs dot m-a-n-d-y-k-e-l-l-y um be sure to follow the podcast on instagram at paranormal paralysis if you want any merch or to download any of our episodes or anything like that you can go to paranormalparalysis.com other than that <laughs> I think I think that's a wrap for the first episode of 2022. Right. Mandy, thank you so much awesome. for coming on. I had a good time. Thank you. As always, you guys have have a fantastic safe year. And uh, as always, don't forget, stay, stay spooky, spooky, baby. baby.